ओके विल डू कैंटो फाइव चैप्टर फोर्टीन वर्स थर्टी एट वी हैव डन थर्टी टिल थर्टी सेवन लास्ट वीक सो नाउ वी विल कंटिन्यू फ्रॉम हियर वर्स थर्टी एट दिस इज अ डायलॉग बिटवीन परीक्षित एंड सुखदेव द पाथ ऑफ दिस मटीरियल वर्ल्ड इज फुल ऑफ मटीरियल मिजरीज एंड वेरियस ट्रबल्स डिस्टर्ब द कंडीशन सोल्स Sometimes he loses and sometimes he gains. In either case, the path is full of danger. Sometimes the conditioned soul is separated from the father by death or other circumstances. Leaving him aside, he gradually becomes attached to others, such as his children. In this way, the conditioned soul is sometimes illusioned and afraid. Sometimes he cries loudly out of fear. Sometimes he is happy maintaining his family, and sometimes he is overjoyed and sings melodiously. In this way, he becomes entangled and forgets his separation from the supreme personality of Godhead since time immemorial. Thus, he traverses the dangerous path of material existence, and on this path, he is not at all happy. Those who are self-realized simply take shelter at the supreme personality of Godhead in order to get out of this dangerous material existence. Without accepting the devotional path, one cannot get out of the clutches of material existence. The conclusion is that no one can be happy in materialistic life. one must take to krishna consciousness so this is a very lengthy passage which is talking about everybody is searching for happiness everybody is searching for happiness they think that when they are born they get to go to good school and all they will be very happy but at the end of it the person feels that oh i should have gone to that other school instead of this school or maybe they might have come first in their own school and then they will still say you know i should have come first in the at the state at the board level so there is always something short again when you come to college you say i should have taken that subject instead of this subject or if i would have got this subject then i would have been much happier because i would be able to do something besides this so finally even in college also there are various streams you know all those different different streams are there so you will wonder whether i have taken the right one or not then you find a job when you find a job again you are still feeling oh should i have taken this job you know i am qualified for another kind of a job so we have all false notions in our world saying that you know i am qualified for some other job what do you mean by qualified for some other job at the end of the day the person may have done let us say a phd in some sort subject and yet he is working for some small company and he is doing nothing over there except maybe write some program or maybe something like that or he has joined a very large organization and he has just become a uh, clerk or maybe just a small manager so at the end of it again he will wonder what use is my qualification i have an mba in this and that from some uh, high fancy university and yet i am in this small company i am looking after marketing whereas marketing has never been my forte i was supposed to look into this so there is always going to be something short though that person might have joined the biggest the greatest organization in the world let us say the top 10 organizations in the world the googles and the microsofts and the ibms and uh, you know eli lilies and uh, you can name it you know all the fancy organization pfizers and uh, ford motors or uh, you know general motors or mercedes benz or whatever again the person will say i should have gone and joined boeing oh 
Why? Because I have an aeronautical degree and here I am sitting and doing what? So there also they have some problem. So they find there was uh, there was a video which I was watching, and uh, in this video the the girl and the boy are talking to each other, and the boy says, you know, I'm going to make uh, my parents. You should meet my parents, and the girl says, very nice. We I'll meet your parents, and then what happens is. She says that, uh, so he asks her, you know, the, my parents are going to ask you some questions. So one of the questions which they will ask you is, where did you all meet? So what are you going to tell them? So she says, you know, I'm going to talk to them about all the beautiful movies that we have seen, you know. Maybe I bumped into you in the college. Maybe I did this. Maybe I met you somewhere. So he says, why are you talking like this? Why don't you tell them that uh, we met on a, you know, a dating site? No, but I cannot talk to them like this, you know, they will get very upset. So, <laughs> so <laughs> finally, finally at this point they break up, saying that you cannot tell lies to my parents. You should tell them that you met me on a dating site and this is what we did. So, it's, you know, it's a, it's a place where you may feel that you are meeting somebody that you like or some, but at the end of it again, you are going to be unhappy. Then maybe you get married. When you get married, you are so happy that, Oh, I am marrying the girl of my dream or the man of my dreams. And the next day the nightmare starts. No dreams, no nice dreams at all, only nightmares. So then again, after that you want to have children. You are not ready for all the children because you think that, you know, when you have a child, it's so nice. They show all the bonnie babies in the, in the TV ads and all that. But here you have a baby which, which you know, poops at least 25 times in a day and messes up the floor and the beds and everything. And then you think, you know, okay, I, I have to buy so many diapers. In a week's time, I think I must have exhausted at least five packets of diapers. So why does my, my baby poop so much? You wonder really at that point in time. Again, how many bottles of milk can all... You cannot even imagine. Again, so many clothes. You go and buy some very fancy clothes, which is costing you maybe hundreds of dollars. And you come home and in less than, you know, one wash or not even one wash, the baby is put it and then drop the entire bo you know, bottle of milk on top of it. And then it is gone forever. So you wonder. Or, I've, or maybe I bought some very nice, beautiful shoes. And the shoes hardly last for more than two weeks. And then they, you say, oh my God, my baby has grown. So it's gone again. So the happiness is transitory. <laughs> somebody is alive, somebody dies. If somebody dies, you feel sad about it. Again, you don't get good rank, you feel sad about it. If you don't get some money, you get sad about it. You lose something in your life, you get sad about it. Everything happens in such a way that either you are happy or you are sad. But the happiness doesn't last for long. You go into the state of sadness. The sadness doesn't last for long. You become happy after some time. You lose something and you gain something. So this is all temporary. Everything is so temporary. You think that uh, you have, you know, you have achieved something in life. Maybe you have achieved a very big prize. But think about it. After winning the prize, where are you? Nobody knows. You say that I have worked for 30 years in this government organization. 
at the end of 30 years what happens so you retire from that place and nobody cares for you it's the same thing which happens in our daily lives you know we are not happy even for a moment the it's a momentary happiness the moment we eat an ice cream we feel happy about it the moment it goes inside our stomach we feel sad you know it's gone so these kind of momentary happinesses are there and momentary sadnesses are there so we are always shuttling from the good to bad bad to good happiness to sadness and so on and so forth so what happens is we are constantly entangled in this forest okay and we get so much lost in the material world because from one to another it is like we are we are jumping from one thing to another from school to college college to job job to marriage marriage to children children to school children school after that making them grow thinking about your retirement when you are thinking about your retirement you are going to think about money where is it going to come from then insurance then house then car you name it you know from one thing to the other to the other to the other to the other and we are just running after some things or the other so the happiness is never permanent it is always transitory so he says what happens to the spiritual people the spiritual people are constantly lost in the divine they are not bothered about happiness neither are they bothered about sadness okay so one question was asked you know why is it that i show certain preference to certain things like say for example people ask me so what do you like you like mcdonalds okay very good pizza hut very good what else kfc very good what else oh you like all these nice stuff ha huh? so that means you are you have got a very nice tongue that means you are you are worse than any normal human being at least normal human being will say you know i like you know dal rice maybe so here you have fancy taste then what happens so you behave like a normal human being now just imagine if a divine being says i don't like this or i like that there is a problem isn't it the problem is how can somebody who is a divine like something and hate something so there is a very big dichotomy you know where how can this person like and dislike something how can he be happy at sometimes and sad at sometimes how can he say that there is no money in the bank and then he says oh i am happy i got some money why is this kind of a thing happening so the question that was asked is why this kind of a swing actually there is no swing think about it if there is no like or dislike what is going to happen let us say i say that i don't like kfc or i don't like this or i don't like that or i like this or i like that i keep on saying this then what will happen you will have certain ideas in the mind that okay this person is normal human being but if i don't show any such kind of a swing then what happens anything goes for him okay tomorrow i'll give him raw rice to eat he is not going to say anything because anything goes for him tomorrow i'll give him a scorpion to eat and it's okay with him because he is okay with it so let us give him a scorpion what a dog meat he doesn't have taste you know that no he doesn't have taste so let us give him dog meat so what happens is the divine beings do not even want to get into this kind of subjects 
there is a reason why this happens and that reason i was asked why do you do this kind of a thing so during the guru purnima day why is it that you wanted 21 different things in the plate so you wanted 21 different things is it so it, it that means you have a very nice tasty tongue you know you, you like to eat some nice goody goody stuff but how does the divine being think the divine being is not thinking about what he is going to eat but how others are going to eat there are other people these people enjoy their meal and what does the divine being say my stomach is in their stomach when they enjoy i enjoy so these 21 different things which came up were enjoyed by so many people over there all these people were literally licking their fingers and when they were enjoying and feeling satiated the divine beings feel very very satiated that is how the whole system works there is no such thing as like or dislike there is no swing being lost in the divine only means you don't have to bother about it but when you care for your own people it is important that you need to have this special feelings that you need to show the world that you like it or dislike it so that when they also partake that food with you you feel nice that they have partaken so you have partaken so this is how the divine beings behave so if you go to krishna's temple you will find that there are 56 bhogs laid out over there do you really believe that krishna comes and eats that 56 bhog he doesn't eat all the people who come over there to the temple they eat that chapan bhog when you feel that god wants you know nice uh, bangali mithai for his you know puja and you really wonder oh this god is a very very strange guy you know he loves bangali mithai or maybe he loves fish for all you know so why does he like that it's not a liking or a disliking who is going to eat at the end of it the people those who are going to offer are the ones who eat and the lord always says these words i enjoy what the people eat because i am one with them so sukhdev goswami over here is saying the same thing what does he say he says the divine being is lost in the divine he is not considered can you know thinking about his likes or dislikes he is not there telling that oh i should have got come in first rank or i should have been doing this or i should have got this job he is not at all interested in it so when we have the normal human beings what do we have all our likes dislikes everything is always going to lead us into temporary happiness and temporary sadness so that is the reason why he says we lost in krishna or the divine consciousness and you will be much happier saintly persons who are friends of all living entities have a peaceful consciousness they have controlled their senses and the mind they easily attain the path of liberation the path back to godhead being unfortunate and attached to the miserable material conditions a materialistic, a materialistic person cannot associate with them so what happens to the materialistic people they are constantly running after something or the other it is either oh i have to take my children to uh, to the school i don't have time to join 
Today the attendance, if you see, you know, is hardly there. Nobody is around nowadays. Everybody is lost in their own material world. They are all thinking that, oh, I have to make money, I have to do this, I have to do that. I've got too many important things to do. So they are not there. So you will find that the spiritual beings are completely lost in the divine. They do not have likes or dislikes. What do they do? They have controlled their senses, their minds and their everything that is there connected to the body is controlled. So if it is controlled, where is the question of going out anywhere? Where is the question of thinking that, oh, I need to have this or I need to have that? It does not really matter. Now think about it. If you actually look at our satsang, there may be about four or five people over here. Okay? Now that should be a cause of very big concern if I am supposed to be giving a speech. I will say, oh my God, there is nobody in the audience. I better have an audience. So I should, I should do marketing, social media marketing or something like that. <laughs> okay? But here, there is no marketing being done. Nobody is... The most important part is this. One person. One person is all that is needed to reach that destination. If you can pick out one individual and take him towards this destination called the self or realization, it's more than enough. You don't need a gang of people. You don't need a nation. You don't even need thousands or millions or billions of people. You don't need any of them. Only the politicians or the political leaders or the religious leaders need them. Religious leaders are people who are basically interested in filling their own pockets. They are not bothered about you. They are bothered about how many more people I can gather for my satsangs or for my religious discourse. They are not bothered about these kind of things. So you will find that they have controlled their senses and their mind and they they can attain the path of liberation and the path back to Godhead. So they will go back to where they came from. But the material worldly people, they are being very unfortunate and they are attached to their material conditions. And they cannot associate with these kind of people. So you will find that association with the divine doesn't happen in the material worldly people. So suppose if you want to come for a satsang where you are going to give your cards to somebody else and maybe you know think about business over here, then there is no point in coming for a satsang. You cannot come over there, oh where did you buy this sari from or where did you buy this dress from? If you are coming for a satsang and this is what you are doing, then you are not coming for a satsang, you are coming for social activity. Best is to join Facebook, Twitter and all those places and keep on showing your, okay, all your dresses and all. There is no point in coming for a satsang. Satsang is a place where you are going to be one with the divine. That means Santoka Sang, to be associated with the divine people. There are many great saintly kings who are very expert in performing sacrificial rituals and very competent in conquering other kingdoms. Yet despite their power, they could not attain loving service for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is because those great kings could not even conquer the false consciousness of I am this body and this is my property. Thus they simply created enmity with rival kings, fought with them and died without having discharged life's real mission. What is the life's real mission? The real mission in life is to find out who you are. Why are you over here? Who is this Supreme Divine Consciousness we are talking about? What is this Supreme Divine Consciousness? This is the reason why you are here. That is the real life mission. The life mission is not to gather people around or to have kingdoms or to conquer lands. 
This is not the so the saintly kings even in the past what used to happen is the kings used to be there they would be very religious in nature they would build temples you will find that in Karnataka there are so many temples that have been built by some of the past kings so many beautiful temples have been made does anybody go to pray over there no they might have prayed they have all these big big festivals there in in that place or for that matter in, in entire India. You will find that nobody, nobody gives a damn. People go over there to ask for something or the other. They are not interested in uh, the gains which come out of spirituality. They are interested in material gains. So everybody who goes to a temple, a church or some such type of a holy place, they are only going with a list of things. I want this and I want that. Again, all the Dasara pujas that are done in this world, what are they asking in during the Dasara? Oh Goddess, please give me this, please give me that. That is all that they are asking. And if somebody is asking that, that means they are basically material beings. They are not going to go anywhere near near the Supreme Divine Consciousness. Forget Supreme. The Divine also doesn't exist. And the Consciousness, they are, they are unconscious about the Consciousness. They are, they are not even conscious about Consciousness. So forget about it. So in their world, they are always thinking, I am the body and this is my property. I am the body. My name is so and so. They are all bothered about the name, the tag which they carry. Okay? You know, all these IT companies, if you don't carry the dog tag, you cannot enter the company. Okay? So think about it. Without this body, which is your dog tag, Kutteka Villa, <laughs> you cannot enter this material world. Same way, if you have to use, if you have to go, to the Supreme Divine Consciousness, you better use this body to go, okay? This is a tag that is required, no doubt about it. But, if you are going to take the body inside, it is not allowed. So, body consciousness and mind consciousness has to be left outside. The senses, body, mind, all this has to be left outside to reach the Divine. When the conditioned soul accepts the shelter of the creeper of fruitive activity, he may be elevated by the pious activities to higher planetary systems and thus gain liberation from hellish conditions. But unfortunately, he cannot remain there. After reaping the results of their pious activities, he has to return to the lower planetary system. In this way, he perpetually goes up and comes down. Uh, This verse will tell you something very strange. It says that suppose you have done some pious activity, something good, nice in this world, you have donated to charity, you have gone to the temple, you have given to poor people, you have treated the leprosy patients, you have gone and uh, you know done all sorts of nice, nice stuff. Okay, CSR activity by the way. You do CSR activities, you go and help the poor people in the poor countries, they do not have one chaddi to wear and you give them chaddis over there. Oh, this kind of job you are doing and you are thinking that you are doing a CSR activity. Of course you got elevation, okay? You have got to the next heaven. You have been elevated from heaven number 2 to heaven number 3. It is much better than heaven number 2. In heaven number 2 you have only vanilla ice cream over there. In heaven number 3 you have vanilla ice cream. Along with that you will have one more kasata or maybe you know you will get some other ice cream over there. So you have multiple flavors and you can get multiple choices also, 3-4 colors available. Then you do much more pious activities. You go to heaven number 4, it is still more better. But the day you are to do is finished, your money is over, okay? You are back to where you started. (laughs) No choices. 
you are back to where you came from you get lost back to the earth your credit is over okay so it's the same thing you know go and go into an ice cream parlor and say i want this 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 and finally you tell the fellow i don't have money i have eaten your ice cream see what's going to happen to you they'll make you into an ice cream ball and throw you out of that place <laughs> or they'll make you for work for the next 10 hours who knows so think about it these are the heavens that are there so which one you want to go to do pious activities and go to heavens and once your money is over that means your good karma is over good karma is over you are sent back to where you came from but this time when you come back you thought that you went as a man you will after enjoyment you are going to come back as a man i'm very sorry sir you are going to come back as a monkey a darwin's theory will be back in action reverse theory you know from man to the monkey so you are going to go back to the monkey state so darwin you will you will have to go as darwin maybe i don't know in this life where is darwin don't ask me okay because in his world according to the theory of evolution what is the next thing that is supposed to happen after you become a man don't know no so from a monkey you became a man so from man what are you going to become what you don't even know a man a m e n something like that a man finished you are gone you are you are lost you are back to monkey or maybe an amoeba for all you know you are now uh, sent to another planet on another planetary system you can now go and apply over there if they have a vacancy for an amoeba then you can become an amoeba over there who knows so is not known so now you understand see this verse is telling you something very nice the conditioned soul accepts the shelter of the creeper of fruitive activities fruitive activities you are doing all sorts of material worldly activities eating drinking doing this doing that you know job wife kids all those things you are doing he is elevated by his pious activities to higher planetary systems that means a better heaven from a second class compartment to second ac maybe from second ac to first class and maybe first class to first ac and after that i don't know what that is you have to go and sit with the guard or the motorman oh yeah you can sit on top of the train who knows <laughs> so it's like a gradation system so he is gone from higher planetary system and thus gain liberation from hellish conditions yeah second class no ac no so in second ac there will be some ac at least but unfortunately you cannot remain there you cannot remain there when the train stops at the station you have to get down over there your ticket is over no okay chennai express you catch you have to get off at chennai only you cannot go beyond it doesn't go into the indian ocean and then to sri lanka doesn't go there you have to get down at chennai so after your ticket is over till chennai then you have to get down over there so it's the same thing what do you mean by ticket is over all your fruitive activities are giving you certain fruits all your pious activities are giving you certain karmas okay th- that is like a credit card you have got only a certain limit in your credit card maybe 50000 dollars after that zero then the company is going to charge you interest isn't it and you were at least a little uh, when you when you got the 50000 credit card you were very happy and then now you have spent 50000 and at the end of the year you wonder you know 50000 ka 1.10 kaisa ho gaya 
बोला accrued interest on interest on interest 36 percent per annum you are paying through your nose. So your 50,000 has become 110,000 dollars, and that is what you will be paying. And if you don't pay that in next year, it is going to become two and two and a half. That's quarter of a million. Think about it. <laughs> you can't pay quarter of a million next year. So your 50,000 dollars has become that. So we would be careful. So. Unfortunately, he cannot remain there. After reaping the results of his pious activities, he has to return to the lower planetary system. So the return entry is through not the straight entry back into human being. Because see, as a human you have enjoyed everything, no? So now you have to come back into a lower species. In this way, he perpetually goes up and comes down. Having summarized the teachings of Jadabharat, Sukhdev Goswami said, my dear King Parikshit, the path indicated by Jadabharat is like the path followed by Garuda, the carrier of the Lord, and ordinary kings are just like flies. Flies cannot follow the path of Garuda and to date none of the great kings and victorious leaders could follow the path of devotional service, not even mentally. All this I have said is coming from Jadabharat. Jadabharat is the guy who taught the king, Ravagana, isn't it? So, what happens? All this you have heard. So, what is it What is it supposed to make you? You are supposed to, if you follow it to the letter, then you will become a Garuda. But you are not going to become a Garuda, you are going to become a mosquito maybe. A Garuda can fly very high, a mosquito can fly only this much. <laughs> so, so, to fly like a Garuda means you have to go to the pinnacle, to the height. And then from there you can reach the highest levels, still higher, in the spiritual world. Garuda. Garuda Airlines, Indonesian Airlines it is. <laughs> it's uh, higher than an eagle actually. Is it Garuda? Huh? Garuda? G- no, please. Okay, you got Google, you can do googling for Garuda. It will throw you that airline name. Okay. While in the prime of this life, the great Maharaj Bharata gave up everything because he was fond of service, serving the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Uttama Sloka, he gave up his beautiful wife, nice children, great friends and an enormous empire. Although these things were difficult to give up, Maharaj Bharat was so exalted that he gave them up just as one gives up stool after evacuating. Such is the greatness of his, <laughs> of his majesty. See, everybody talks about pooping. You really wonder, you know, why these great books, why are they talking of poop and all that? And just now when I started this also, I said something like that and you people were wondering, you know, how can I start? This great book is talking, even God talks of that. Think about it. (laughs) So, Maharaj Bharat, he gave up his entire kingdom and then what did he do? He just got into this exalted position. Sukhdev Goswami continued, My dear King, the activities of Bharat Maharaj are wonderful. He gave up everything difficult for others to give up. He gave up his kingdom, his wife and his family. His opulence was so great that even the demigods envied it and yet he gave it up. It is quite befitting a great personality like him to be a great devotee. He could renounce everything because he was so attracted by the beauty, opulence, reputation, knowledge, strength and renunciation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. 
Krishna is so attractive that one cannot give up. One can give up all the desirable things for his sake. Indeed, even liberation is considered insignificant for those whose minds are attracted to the loving service of the Lord. See, what happened to Bharata? Bharata gave up everything and he went into the service of the Lord. Krishna's opulence is so beautiful that even if somebody offers these people, these you know, conditioned souls, I'll give you liberation. They'll say no. We'll give up liberation and we will want only Krishna. So only that, that is what is more important in our life. See, we are always running after liberation and so on and so forth. There's no point in running after liberation. If you are in the level of Krishna consciousness, see again I will read, he could renounce everything because he was so attracted by the beauty, opulence, reputation, knowledge, strength and renunciation of Krishna. He was attracted towards all these things. Krishna is that very attractive being who has got all these things in him. Krishna is so attractive that one can give up desirable things for his sake. What is desirable? You can desire anything in this world. But the highest desirable thing is is called liberation. Indeed, even liberation is insignificant for those whose minds are attracted to the loving service of Krishna. So, Krishna Seva is the highest form of devotional service that anybody can do in this material world. So, those who are dedicated to the service of Sri Krishna himself. That is all that is needed. You don't need liberation after that. Even though in this body of a deer, Bharat Maharaj did not forget the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, when he was giving up the body of a deer, he loudly uttered the following prayer. This is Bharat Maharaj's prayer when he was giving up the body of the deer. Remember, the story goes that he got attracted towards the deer. He was wondering at the time of his death, what is going to happen to the deer because he was afraid of him. So when Bharat Maharaj, who was an exalted soul, dies, after that he becomes a deer in the next life. Now as a deer, he is in the ashram of this great sage. He dies over there. So just at the time of death, what is the prayer that Bharat Maharaj did as a deer? He said, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is sacrifice personified, highest form of sacrifice. That means, you see, sacrifices are different kinds. If we eat, that is also a sacrifice. Your stomach is getting all the food, isn't it? In, the, in this world, there are various kinds of sacrifices that are done. So the, the highest kind of sacrifice is to think about Krishna is the highest kind of sacrifice. He gave the results of ritualistic activity. He is the protector of religious systems, the personification of mystic yoga, the source of all knowledge, the controller of entire creation and the super soul in every, every living entity. So, what is Krishna? Krishna is all these things put together. So, he is called super soul, that is the Paramatma. He is the Paramatma in everything. He is the protector of religious systems. There are so many religious things that are going on in this material world. He is a protector of all those things. He gives the results of ritualistic activity. He is the protector of religious systems, the personification of mystic yoga, the source of all knowledge, the controller of entire creation and the super soul in every living entity. He is beautiful and attractive. 
I am quitting this body, offering obeisance unto him, and hoping that I may perpetually engage in his transcendental loving service. Uttering this, Maharaj Bharat left his body. Devotees interested in hearing and chanting, that is, Shravanam and Kirtanam, regularly discuss the pure characteristics of Bharat Maharaj and praise his activities. If one submissively hears and chants about the all-auspicious Bharat Maharaj, one's lifespan and material opulences certainly increase. One can become very famous and easily attain promotion to the heavenly planets or attain liberation by merging into the existence of the Lord. Whatever one desires can be attained simply by hearing, chanting and glorifying the activity of Maharaj Bharat. In this way, one can fulfill all his materialist and spiritual desires. One does not have to ask anyone for these things or simply by studying the life of Maharaj Bharat, one can attain all the desirable things. So we have come to the end of chapter 14 from Canto 5. So we can stop over here.